Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Hello, Kate. Hi. How was your weekend? Um, not bad. That's nice. Yeah, hung That's out with nice. the parents. Aww. We grabbed some lunch. Yeah. Um, we got to give mom her birthday gifts. So uh-huh. it was good. Oh, that's very fun. Yeah, fine, fine. Aren't, oh, how was yours? I was going to say, aren't you going to ask me how mine was? Yeah, yeah. My, mine was filled with pestilence and lice, Kate. Ew. Vermin. Ew. And flu. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes, it was a delight. So all the plagues came down. And Apparently, the locusts, I am Pharaoh and yeah. I have angered somebody. <laughs> yes, I didn't have any boils. That's good. And uh, yes, I, I think I would have preferred someone to come and eat my wheat because, <laughs> yeah, I have children and uh, all of us had to deal with all of that. that and I won't go into details because it's disgusting. Yeah. But it was exciting. I'm sure there are many people listening who can relate to um, pretty much anyone with small children. Blue at some point is lice, going to plagues. I like to, <laughs> I like to look at it this way. Kate. It, it's uh, you know how you have like the check boxes to parenthood, and I've checked off. I've had checked off one of them before, so that was a, just a gimme. But the second one, I have now knocked off the list, which means I never have to deal with it again, Kate. Wait, you knocked off plagues? Uh, no, I've done plague before. Oh. I hadn't done, I hadn't done, uh... Lice. Well, pestilence. Yes. Ah. Yes, lice. Gotcha. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't touch anything, okay? <laughs> I haven't touched a thing. Don't. Uh, speaking of which, where am I and who are you? You are in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna scratch my head Stop here while it. you're talking. I'm just... Don't touch so anything. I'm feeling so itchy, Kate. I am, um, I am yes. Kate, and you are Betsy. I am, <laughs> and we are of a podcast called Fuse, Aid, and Kate, uh, in which we talk about picture books. <laughs> oh, don't stop cringing. It's fine. It's Is today's fine. book that we're going to review about You know, weirdly the enough, we're, there are children's picture books about lice, and yet none of them have been considered classics until now. And I would like to know why that is. Why is that, Because of the subject. That Maybe that's something that <laughs> So, um, no. But on this podcast, I should say, we take picture books and we determine if they should be still considered classics, because some people definitely do consider them classics. And we, as the final arbitrators of what is and is not good, because we're people with eyes, right? Uh, we'll make that determination and people can ignore us or agree with us as they prefer. With the help of my dog Kodak, who is in the room with us, panting quietly. It's a very quiet pamphlet. I think he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I just wonder what he will think of the book. Fun fact, animals can't get human lice. Isn't that nice? Betsy, stop saying you the word lice. To, you don't have to boil in with it. Okay, <laughs> fine. I will stop saying that word. Instead, I will pull out the book. Now that was a voice that sounded like it recognized this. I see this at baby showers. Uh, baby showers, you say? Yeah, the last baby shower I went to, I remember because of the bright colors and the weird name. 
It is a very memorable name and a very brightly colored. So I know cover. some people consider it a classic because it was at a baby shower. That's interesting. Is that the only book that you recall from a baby shower? Or have you seen others as well? Um, you know, I think there was a Hungry Caterpillar. Okay, so like the usual suspects. This is um this is by well let me just say that this book in its day was this was the baby shark of its day. This oh. was this was a. Uh, it's a musical book. Yes, it can be. Um, if you choose to read it that way, or you can just read it as a nice rhythmic book, if you like. It came out in 1989, uh, so you could have been read it. You weren't, clearly. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's our first Bill Martin Jr. Uh, we haven't done one till now, so I think it's significant for that reason. Don't so... forget John Archibald. And yet we all do. <laughs> poor, poor John Archibald. Uh, but Lois Eller, we don't, we don't forget her. Uh, so yeah. Take that book and read that book. Okay. Okay. Don't touch it. it, it they can't go on books. <laughs> While Kate does her read, let's do a little background information on this here book. Now, um, when you think of Chicka Chicka Boom Boom, you probably have a hard time imagining anyone else illustrating this book. Even though I'm pretty sure at some point it is bound to happen. It's even, I would say, a little weird... It hasn't happened yet. Perhaps the fact that it hasn't happened is a true testament of how it is honored and considered a classic. Um, but admit it. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you like to see Dan Santat try his hand on it? I mean, he's just done an alphabet book with Chris Harris for 2020. That's amazing. But Or, or what, about, oh, oh, what about Christian Robinson? Would you like to see him take his hand uh, at Chicka Chicka Boom Boom? Of course you would. It's bound to happen. Anyway... According to the book 100 Best Books for Children by Anita Silvey, Ellert came close to passing on the manuscript. This is Lois Ellert, the illustrator. So according to Anita Silvey, quote, she read the text, which she found rather strange, and she thought, what would I ever do with this? She was about to send the manuscript back, but upon rereading it, she suddenly was struck by the rhythm and dance-like quality of the text. So there you go, folks. We almost didn't get a Lois Ellert version of this book. But we did. Chicka chicka boom boom. Will there found... be enough room? Chicka chicka boom boom. I found a mistake for you. What? Yeah. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No way. Lois Ellert. Ellert made a mistake. What? And I found it. Is it in the I? Is that what you mean by I found it? I? No. The I? It's not with the I. Because there's letters in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I got that. I got yeah. It's an alphabet book. It's an alphabet book. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, let, let, let's start at the beginning because there's a very complex plot at work. Uh, <laughs> this, this, I have admittedly uh, been avoiding this book because it is so simple, but uh, I think we can handle it. I think you can handle it. Oh, it gets interesting. It does get interesting. There's drama. There is drama. And, um, Familial drama. Yeah. It starts off with um, this coconut tree. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's not a forest. No, it's literally one coconut it's tree. It's one coconut. It, it is the coconut tree. Yes. And they it starts don't say off, a coconut tree. They say It starts off with some drama. All right. Because A, the letter A, Correct. is talking to the letter B. Uh-huh. And then the letter B thinks, oh, well, I'm going to share this information with C. But A was like, maybe I didn't want C to know what was going on. 
And it's maybe just, A was trying to get B alone, and now B's like, "Hey, it's yeah, a party." Yeah. And A's like, "Well, well, shoot. I thought this was just gonna be like a you and me thing." Uh, exactly. And now it's awkward. Now we it's have not a, a date. Third wheel. Now it's a now it's a party. Yeah. So because A tells B, "I'll meet you at the top of the coconut tree." Right. And then B tells C, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like. D E F D is in it on it, yeah. Um, and they're all like, "Hey, we're gonna come too." And yeah, so you know what this is? This is Go Dog Go, the dog party at the top of the tree. Yes, except yeah. it's letters of the alphabet. And correct. Yes, but there's right. something about children's books and having a party at the top of a tree that really appeals to people. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Apparently, it's every child's dream to be at the top of a tree. At, at specifically at a party. Yes. Well, this is turning With into all a your party. Friends. Yeah. yeah. And it's got like a fun, you know, rhythmic yeah. beat to it. You it's know, supposed to. Chicka chicka boom boom, boom boom. Will there be enough mm-hmm. room? You can make it into like a rap too. You know. Yeah, there's. Well, you can def. I'm surprised no one has because they often will take books and have rappers do them. Yeah, like, I think I saw Ludacris do one. You saw Ludacris do Llama Llama Red Pajama, yeah. which has not been around for 20 years, which is why we haven't done it yet. But oh. I might have to break that rule for that one. But, yeah. <laughs> right. So then, um, I and J. And tag along K. I feel like it's always I, I and J. Bad. And then K's like, hey, you guys. Hey, guys. Hey. Where you going? Where are you doing? Can you need him? Which is, makes me feel bad because my name starts with a K. Yeah. And I don't want. Look, I think I, everyone sympathizes with the tag along unless you have a tag along, in which case you do not sympathize at all. Right. Yeah. And once we get to Elemental P, I'm like, all right, I want to see the Russian version of this book. Yeah, I would love to see foreign editions of this book. Well, Cyrillic, come on. The Cyrillic translation of... I just want... Because they have an entirely different alphabet. Exactly. Yeah. So Really wishing I knew any of those letters so I could just, like, pull one out of the air and be like, you know, like this. You know, but I can't. I'm yeah. not, I can't even pretend. I tried learning Russian for, like two hours did you really and then i stopped yeah yep we'll move so, <laughs> yeah. good, good, good move on you so all these letters of the alphabet climb up this coconut tree which is slowly starting to tilt shall we say as one would right and then q r and s and t u v and at this point it's really leaning it yeah is... no there is a, i mean if i was at the bottom looking up being like am i going to climb this i don't know i might also say to myself Maybe it's been like that all along, and I just haven't noticed. Well, in living in California, I mm-hmm. learned a lot about um, palm trees. Right. And palm trees are very difficult to, like, break in half. They bend, they sway, especially in the wind. So mm-hmm. I'm not surprised that a coconut tree would oh. do something similar. It doesn't, okay. it won't, like, break in half. It'll just bend tremendously. I know, I know something about palm trees. Rats make their nests at the top of them. Okay, Betsy, again. <laughs> it's just a theme of the you, evening. You're getting it's, into, like, gross territory. I'm just saying. Let's, let's it's a it thing they have. Wholesome. Maybe that's why they fall out of the tree. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's spoiler alert? Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So all the letters of the alphabet tried climbing up this tree. Mm-hmm. They have now all fallen on top of each other. Yes, and I And I did double check just to make sure all the letters of the alphabet were, in fact, oh, underneath good. the tree. Good. They are. Good. It's good. All right. So far. Uh-oh. So then it says... Um, Snip, snap, doodle, flip, flop, flee. Everybody's running to the coconut tree. It gets really low. 
Oh, there's a song? Oh, there's a song. Uh, okay, well... I think there's multiple songs. That's just the one I happen to know because of the Weston Woods video. Well, mamas and papas and uncles and aunts hug their little dears, then dust their pants. I'm like, pants? <laughs> You're kidding, all these letters are running around naked. Yep, no, no, they dust the, what... Clearly, they're all total, so covered, you can't even see where the seam begins and the flesh ends. And I don't yes. understand, like... All these learners now are out un from underneath the tree, but then they all go back. Yeah, that's underneath. Right. So I don't think the pictures are linear. Like it seems like different snapshots in time that they seem to have been taken. Like this right here is just like because you got the parent Z yeah. and the baby Z. Right. But then you flip the page and baby Z is back in the pot. Is See, back, I think yeah. that yeah, I think that shot we saw before is of, of the future. Well, um, but we haven't gotten there yet. Well, this is the page that has mistakes. Okay. But I'll wait till the end. I'll, I'll get through the whole book and then I'll show you the mistakes. Yeah, all right. I'm willing to wait. So A, B, and C are like, help us up. And um, so letter by letter, um, they all apparently have damages. Various injuries that have been accrued. Nobody has a concussion. But... No, and, and what I don't get is you look at... M, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, right. D, E, F, and G are all getting out of this dog pile, and M is down here looking perfectly fine. Yeah, so and far. And O is here looking perfectly fine. But well, then... you know, like, when you first get injured and you don't show it at first, and then it's but only... But these are dramatic changes. M has got some weird, yeah. like, loop-de things going on. Yeah. O is twisted alley-oop. Yeah, I... It's not good, whatever it is. No, should not look like that. I just don't understand what happened. Like, you guys were perfectly fine. You know, sometimes, like, you don't sustain the injury when the accident happens. It's getting out of the accident. Like, if you've had rubble fall on you, you might be okay. But then trying to get out from the rubble, that's how you can get injured. So maybe it was, like, extricating themselves from under the other letters. They got injured in that way. Okay. So, eventually, all the letters get out from underneath the tree. The tree is back to being vertical, which mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. And all the letters go home. But then it's the middle of the night, and then A just decides to get out of bed and is like, I'll beat you to the top of the coconut tree. A, who are you talking to? Because, Ace, Ace, yeah. like, B isn't here, so no. you guys can't have your midnight tryst. Like, no. you are literally talking to yourself. Yeah, no. It seems to imply that others will come. But, but no I see there. no evidence of anyone no, being there. No, everyone's in bed. Yeah. So Not that we can see the bottom, but, you know. So do you want to see the mistake now? Yeah, show me this mistake of which you speak. Okay. I'm very curious. I now think maybe I might know what it is, but I don't know. Okay, so both on the very front and the very back, it shows the letters, right? Both in, in the large capital form and the lowercase form. And the colors match whatever uh, uh, it says. So like, you know, when it says A told B and B told C, you're looking at an orange A, kind of like a pinkish B and a mm -hmm. purple C, right? That line up. Yeah, Those right. line yeah. up. Wait a minute, it's, are you telling me that you literally went through every alphabet letter in this book? No, it's only when I got to the mamas and papas and uncles and aunts hug their little dears and then dust their pants. You right. look at the letter N, mm -hmm. you notice that the big N is purple. Right. N should be purple. So why is N blue on this page? I mean, I'll tell you, Betsy. What, why? I'll tell why? you why. Tell me why. Because tell you me know why. what N could also look like? What's that? What does that look like to uh, you? It looks like a U. Interesting. Look at what color U is, U Betsy. is blue, Kate. U is blue. Oh, that's interesting. So the so illustrator... So you think that she took the cutout U that was blue... Yep. And then she substituted it for the N. Yeah. 
Boy, they are is, exactly the same. The only difference is, is their color. Your evidence is is striking. Uh, you may you may be onto something there. Boom! Chicka wow. chicka boom! Chicka boom. chicka touche. <laughs> chicka chicka jacques. I see your two chickas and I raise you two booms. Oh, that's a boom and a boom. Wow. Yeah. I you know what I can say nothing but I believe you were correct. Thank you. Yeah, I think you've you've nailed. It. I can't now, believe wait, I'm that, the only person that's found. I'm this sure out there's like a three year old somewhere who's noticed it, and their parents are just like, whatever. Well, that three year old is a genius. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just see. So, but an end goes back when it's it shows it being rescued from the tree. Then it must go back to its original. Yeah. Uh, yes, there it is. It's the purple. So yes, uh, the only the only excuse I can think of for end to be blue is that maybe it's holding its breath in anger over something <laughs> and that's why it's supposed to be but that's that would have been in the text and there's no there's yeah no, no i'm pretty sure it's uh it's just a mistake i think you might be right i will confess to you i literally don't know how the art for this was done considering the art was made in 1989 probably not computer art I think no, it's probably cut and paste. Cut she and paste, just, which is why she, she substituted the U for the N. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. It's a simple I mistake. I do think you're correct. Yes. If she took the exact same template of how the U and the <gasps> N are, and she I just, think she just took the U and just use or and used it in the N page because yeah. she couldn't find the N, or maybe she, the dog. Had I mean, they it. look pretty know. similar. You just have to. Oh, they're very similar. You just have to flip it upside down. <laughs> yeah, and who would notice? Nobody except Nobody. for me. Except for Kate. Uh, it does have sequels. I should say. Chicka Chicka Boom Boom 2? No, well, actually, you're close. Chicka 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 Boom Boom Boom? It's Chicka Chicka Boom Boom 1, 2, 3. Oh. Uh, also catchy. Not quite as successful, but but pretty well known to a certain extent. Oh, this is one of the very uh, few top picture books where the author and the illustrator are separate. Often we find that it's a single author illustrator. Uh, in this case, not so much. And now, now this one is interactive. Uh, you can do it, and, and folks listening, you can do this at home as well. Take your phone and look up Chicka Chicka Boom Boom Costume in Google Image. These are really cute. I know, right? I'm, I'm trying to find a sexy one, though. I wondered if there was going to be, because I originally told people on my blog like years ago, oh, search for this image. And I said at the time, I have yet to find a sexy Chicka Chicka Boom Boom costume, but it's only a matter of time. Well, it's year, been years... Years since I said that, I don't think one exists. Oh, I like with strategically placed letters. Clearly, yeah. it would be easily done. Or if they like try to spell something. Maybe. You put like, the coconuts in well, a certain place. Clearly, you would put the words you know? "boom boom" on the butt, right? Oh yeah. Like that would just—that's just a given. Yeah, I mean, I could see it being inappropriate. Coconut, coconuts. But yeah, these, oh, there's a whole thing. But these images do. are super sweet. It's, I know. They're like you, kindergarten you have, teachers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you have, like, you just wear, like, a brown shirt and brown pants. Mm -hmm. You have, like, cut out letters all over you. And then you just put some greenery on your head. Yeah. On the top of the coconut tree. Yeah. Like a hot tip for folks who want to do a costume. That, super oh, easy Halloween costume. Yeah. It's like a super easy color, but bright and colorful, too. Except for the brown. Well, yeah, obviously not the brown. The trunk, <laughs> the trunk, not so much, but the rest of it. Yeah, it's cute. The letters, yeah. Yeah. So this book came in at number 23 on the Top 100 Picture Books poll. It's pretty high. It is pretty high, isn't it? Ratings time. So I do 
really wish just A and B could have their moment together. Oh. Like, I'm really sad well, that... you haven't read the sequel. Maybe they do. Do they? Um... They don't, do they? Maybe. Maybe they do. And you then know. the whole, like, you and N color mistake That's thing. It's so weird. It's so weird. And, like, you know, the letters being perfectly fine, and then all of a sudden they're twisted or, you know. I don't mind that so much. That's just weird to me. Sometimes, and, like, injuries don't show up right and away. And the letters are with their parents, but then all of a sudden they're back at the bottom well, of the pile. Well, that's just, like, like I don't know. I, I'm, I'm willing to forget that. So, but, but it's fun to read. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple plot. Yep. You get the kids to learn the alphabet. Sure. Um, and alphabet books are freaky hard. Freaky hard to do. It is really hard to do an original alphabet book. And obviously people think this is a classic if they give them at baby showers. Oh, yes. So I'm going to give it a 6.75. Oh, my. I can't commit to a 7, yeah. but I think it's worth more than a 6. Okay. So I'm okay. going 6.75. So the funny thing about this podcast, Kate, is that often, sometimes you get my opinion of the book as we go through it. Uh, as it's Particularly if I adore it and you hate it. That seems to be when it's most clear-cut how I feel about a book. But in cases such as this, people don't have a clue how I would feel about this book. And as it happens, I've ne- never really understood the hype of it. Um, I don't mind it, and I do think, for all the reasons you've listed, it's you know it's bright and colorful. It can be a good read aloud, which I do give it extra points yeah, for. Yeah, Because that is a hard thing to do, especially with, with an alphabet book. Yeah. There's a billion different things you can do with it. It's not one of my favorite books, but... This is one of those cases where I have to kind of think beyond myself and be like, yeah, but maybe it's just not a Betsy book. Maybe it... So I can't go above a six, but I will give it a six. Okay. All right. So it's a classic. It's a classic. Okay. Yes. And not even a toe over the line. Like a, like a pretty firm, but not too firm, classic. Right. It's exactly how I like it. <laughs> it's a number 20-something on your list. It's spongy. Uh, yeah. Spongy? A spongy classic. All right. <laughs> Letters time. <laughs> All right, letters time. First up, from Carolina, uh, whom, whom we heard from before. Uh, she was the one who told us about the uh, the Amazing Grace episode and, and being in Spain and having to deal with people yes, wearing she's, Indian she's our costumes. one Spain listener. <laughs> hey, you don't know that? We might have two. <laughs> she writes, uh, I just want to tell you that following the Amazing Grace episode, I happened to listen to the Phil Nell minisode and appreciate so much what he had to share about our emotional ties to what we liked as kids. It's okay to feel nostalgic, but that the important thing is to reflect on those feelings and look at the gaps and mistakes and things we loved or still love. I think I needed to hear that to get ready to talk with someone at my daughter's school, because the purpose of bringing it up with them will be to enlighten them in a small way, not judge or criticize them. Thanks for the fun and chock full of good info podcast you and create. Can't create. No. That's Thanks. nice. That's super nice. Gracias. And I hope that the talk with the school went well, though I know people get defensive. So we'll see how it goes. Next one comes from Katie. She writes, Good morning. I'm emailing you from my personal email because one of my coworkers was recently reading the Storytime book collection last week, and I took the opportunity to pull off a vintage copy of Little Black Sambo. Whoa. Not only... Does it have the horrible content you know so well? It's also a tiny five-inch tall book in a plain but dusty old-fashioned library binding. Sounds perfect for using in a story time, no? Wow. Yeah. I've given it to my coworker Mary Kelly for now for use on awful library books, but if you want to see it, uh, let me know and I'll bring it to KidlitCon. 
Oh, wow. So I told her, yeah, bring it. I would like to see this horrible offensive book <laughs> in the flesh. Yeah. Because uh, we don't tend to see them very often. Yes. Um, then we've gotten some very lovely suggestions. So remember, we said to our listeners, if you believe, if you truly believe in your heart and hearts that there is a classic celebrity picture book uh, that we should do. Well, a classic book written by a celebrity. Written by a celebrity. Right. I should say that. Yeah. No, not, a, not about a celebrity. <laughs> like the, the life of George Washington. Like, no. Um, that you should tell us what it is. So Karen uh, sent some great, great suggestions. Rachel, uh, she sent some. Uh, so they're 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 coming in. They're coming in. We're listening to them, folks. I will select one. There is one title that has come up more than once with with several people. Oh. Um. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. Grown up things we like. You go first. Okay. Well, uh, you know what time it is right now. Uh, it is 10.26. Nope, it's Lent o'clock, my friend. Lent o'clock, because it's Lent. Uh, oh. And as with Lent every year, I give I give stuff up. Uh, and this year I gave up Starbucks, drinking wine at home, Wait, and Starbucks, chocolate. you drink coffee? No, I drink iced chai lattes. The greatest <laughs> drink. No, I'm sorry. That was yeah, that, you're, you're at a little thing caught in your throat there. Yeah, basic. Oh my god, Lord. <laughs> no. It's the greatest drink ever made. Okay. Ever. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've gotten my daughter addicted to them. It's milk and tea. What is... Oh, it just... Gross. It was ice in it. I know. I shouldn't like it. So you gave up Starbucks, drinking wine... At and- home. And chocolate. Uh, but that does not mean that I don't want to munch on things. Because, of course, I do. Um, and so I don't think I've ever given a shout-out to this cookbook of mine. It is one of my favorites. It's called Fat Witch Brownies. Brownies, Blondies, and Bars from New York's legendary Fat Witch Bakery by Patricia Helding. Now, obviously from the title, you're saying, Betsy, brownies have chocolate in them. And I say to you, correct. I don't make the brownies. I make the blondies without the chocolate. And they are delicious. So freaky good. It's like a chocolate chip cookie without the chocolate chips, but in brownie form. What more could you want out of life? So that that is the grown-up thing I like right now. Mine is not that. How have you not seen me at Starbucks before? I'm there all the time. Mine is, um, it's a Netflix show. Okay. It's complete garbage, but I, I binged it very quickly. Interesting. It's a show that has been making the rounds on, like, the news outlets. Uh, it's called Love is Blind. Yo, no. Oh, yes. A2, Catherine, A2. But wait, there's a children's book connection. There better not be. So the show is about Eric they, Carl. They take now they take <laughs> ten people, ten women and ten men, and they talk to each other in these pods, and they never see each other, mm-hmm. and they have ten days to either make a connection, and get engaged before seeing each other, Correct. or get off the show. Yes. And then after they get engaged, then they see each other, and then they have three weeks to. Number one, live with each other. Number two, meet each other's parents. And then number three, get married. And then at the wedding, they decide whether they want to actually get married or not. But during, like, one of the couples, on, like, their second or third date, they said, you know what, when I was growing up, what was well, what was your favorite children's book? Well, my favorite children's book growing up that I, that I just recently read, and it's amazing, um, it's called... 
uh, Love You Forever. Did they re- I could have predicted that. Oh my gosh, I love Love You Forever. That's one Seriously? of my favorite books. And they connected over this book. And then it comes up again, like when they're meeting each other's parents. Oh they're talking about, God. oh my gosh, I love Love You Forever. Well, I mean, like, it's not one of my favorite books right now, but I mean, no, it's such a great book. And I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's horrifying. I mean, the whole concept of the show is horrifying in and of itself. It's so this very just, this just interesting. Fits it. Oh, it's yeah. interesting. I can't believe you called me basic for an ice chai latte, and you're watching Love Is Blind. It's it's come a, on. Well, they, pot. It's kettle. You're black. The entire show, they keep emphasizing this is an experiment, and it's yeah. a very interesting experiment. Can yeah. two people <laughs> actually successfully? come together and get married and have a long-lasting relationship after, A, well, not seeing each other. And I don't isn't know, the premise that they, if they decide not to get married, you're forbidden from ever seeing one no. another ever again? No. I heard that that was a part of it. No, no. Like, All right, good. One of the couples who actually got to the altar and the one of them said no, they're actually still dating. Good. A good. year right. after the show came out. That's fine. That's human. That's reasonable. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Love is blind. Yeah. Chicka chicka boom boom. 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 All right. Well, we started with lice and we ended with love is blind, so this has been a highbrow episode. Fusing Kate all the way, baby. Nothing but the classics for us. I hope we gained so many listeners. So many. This will be the one that they're like, oh, I love Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. This will be the first one I listen to. And they'll be like, what? Is going into my well, ear holes. At least you can show them on Instagram. Fuse number eight, Kate. You can show them the U and the N. And oh, how, oh, oh, oh. And how those are There will be switched. an accounting on the Instagram account, okay. I assure you. All right. People will see what you have seen. Okay. All right. And until then, I have been Betsy. Thank you. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number eight production. You can reach us at fusekate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse 8 Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime and our flip-flop flea is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird. <laughs>